This can be a scary place. Dark shadows creeping in the moonlight. Unfamiliar sounds surrounding you. Stalking you. Is it a ghost? A werewolf? Or something more? Human. What would you do if you found yourself lost? In the strange woods? Join us as we discuss the paranormal, true crime, and anything in between with your hosts, Jeremy. Oh man, that's going to be some weird fan fiction now. Jonathan. What the hell? And Peter. I can't. So disgusting. Welcome to the Strange Woods Podcast. So this is our, uh, I don't think we need a... I don't think we should number these because we're going to get out like all f***ed up with the numbers on these. That's what I'm wondering if we should do like... So we'll just know. say this is another episode of... Uh, or another mini episode of Guess What I Heard. Mm. You know, instead of numbering them. Yeah, it's going to be like, you know, Guess What I Heard, Volume 2. <laughs> yeah, we're never going to keep up with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say a volume number on every episode, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> just have it all out of order. It'd be fine. I mean, I'll, I'll try to ascend. Oh, man, we should troll our listeners. They're going to be like, wait, did I miss one? Volume what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to our second volume of Guess What I Heard. Today, we're going to be talking about something called Mellified Man. Any guesses without reading the notes uh, what, what that is? I don't know what the word mellified means. I'll be honest. Jonathan, you have any idea? Um, I'm assuming that mellified would be like marshmallowed <laughs> or maybe he's really stoned. Like he's really mellow. Honestly, oh. I'm not sure what mellified means, but another word for what this is, is human mummy confection and confection. If you're not aware is, uh, like candy, sugar, yes, sweet treat, sweets. <laughs> so yeah. Like the candy man. No, not the candy man, just candy in general. Like if you like to eat confections, you like to eat sweets and candy. Yeah, but from the title, I was just trying to draw a conclusion. The human mummy confection mellified man. Oh, that's what you're saying. So he's a he's a mellow candy man. He's not killing you. He's just getting you all sugar high. Well, here's the thing. Yellow, it's, yellow. It's not a specific person. It's oh. it's uh it's I guess you'd call it like a medicine. So this is like a Old school. Oh, yeah. This is like an old school thing. And you'll see why when you find out what exactly it is. Apparently, mellification is just the production of honey. And a lot of them refer to it in using in the method that we're talking about in this episode. So I'm curious to know if this word was made up to simply describe this um, weird thing that people do. <laughs> well, side note, since you said honey, I was actually watching something about honey today. And they say that you can actually collect. It said beekeepers live longer than most people. And it said that honey is a, one of those like superfoods that can be stored for up to 100 years and not go bad. And some people wonder if it would ever actually go bad. Well, it's funny you say that because so we'll get into that. So the earliest records of this happening are not happening. They did this. This is something that was purposely done. Um, was as early as the fourth century BC in Greece. And it was documented in Chinese medical texts, like the Arabs did it. But yeah, so basically what would happen is 
these men that were old and near the end of their lives volunteered to be put through this process of self-sacrifice where um, it was a voluntary mummification in honey that would create a healing confection that could be used to help people in the future. So we're talking about the earliest cases of somebody donating their body to science. I mean, yeah, you could say that. So we'll get into this, but they were still alive at the beginning of the process. Yeah, I'm reading the actual process now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. So don't get ahead of me. So (laughs) (laughs) the idea comes from the fact that honey has antibacterial properties, which makes it a really perfect preservative. So what they would do, and this, Brandy's going to laugh at me because this grosses me out. <laughs> so here, the process goes. Do, do you want me to describe the process? Yeah, <laughs> yeah please, please. Okay. <laughs> I can't. It's so stupid. So disgusting. All right. All right. So at some point, these, these older guys, um, I guess in the last leg of their life, and are agreeing to this, like Peter said, the first thing they do is they stop eating normal food. They only eat honey. And then they take baths in honey. So their goal here seemingly is to replace everything in their body with just honey. So allegedly within a month, all of their body excretions, sweat, urine, shit, everything is just honey. It's, they become honey. And then they die because that's you, not a sustainable diet. Right. You can't live on just honey. <laughs> so, so imagine... The uh oh the hit classic film, X Men, the first one, the political figure that, whatever they put him through, like the weird light machine that spun him around to turn him into a uh, a mutant. You remember, like he turned into this weird water goop thing, and then eventually somebody like touched him or something, and he just oh, he just yeah. dissolved and burst into water. It's like that, but honey, that's what they're doing to themselves. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So basically they, they do all that. They, they eat, drink honey and until they die. And then shortly after they would bury them in a stone coffin that was also filled with honey. (laughs) And then they bury that for around a hundred (laughs) years. So so the people doing this process aren't even going to be the ones eating this person. They're setting it up for the future generation of sick fucks. So they dig it up. After about 100 years, and the body would have been turned into a big sugary glop of confection. And then it was broken up, bagged, and sold. This seems like a horrible science fiction movie. Are we certain this happened? Yeah, it happened. Um, Jesus Christ. And not for cheap. Supposedly, this shit's rare and in high demand. Yeah, they loved it. Who's doing it? It was sold as a medicine for all kind of stuff. Like it was especially sought out for uh, healing broken limbs and wounds. So I guess the idea was that you eat this stuff and by consuming what used to be a body, I guess you're getting the same thing into your body. I don't, I don't know. Is it like sweetened stem cells? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Like the South Park episode where I believe it was a, whatever that actor that was wheelchair bound that played Superman. They, I think this, in the episode of South Park, they had him just like, they would take a fetus, break it in half and suck the juices out of its spine. And he's like, no, look, I can move my hand a little bit more now. Essentially, they're doing this with human honey people bags. So here, here's some fun info that uh, I'm reading on the Wikipedia about this. 
It says some of the earliest known records of mellified corpses come from Greek historian Herodotus from the 4th century BCE, who recorded that the Assyrians used to embalm their dead with honey. A century later, Alexander the Great's body was reportedly preserved in a honey-filled sarcophagus, and there are also indications that this practice was known to the Egyptians. So yeah, they did this like all over the place. Okay, I can see them mummifying things in honey, I guess. Maybe. Maybe somebody was like, hey, look at this thing of honey. And like had like a handful and was eating it. And somebody was like, you know, that was a body, right? He's like, I feel better. <laughs> and maybe that's how it started. Apparently my broken arm is now healed. <laughs> oh, this makes me want to vomit. Dude, Winnie the Pooh would eat all of his friends. Oh, hell yeah, he would. Every single one of them. He's going to... that. Oh man, that's going to be some weird fan fiction now where he's just going to trap like Piglet and he's going to force feed him honey and he's going to be chained up in a dungeon. And then then later he'll eat him once he becomes the honey. Well, the twist is he can't get, uh, because he was eating all the honey, he can't fit back in the hole where he buried the body. (laughs) So he gets stuck and uh, doesn't get to enjoy his mellified Piglet. Honestly, man, honey glazed pork. I was just thinking that honey bacon. A piglet would be the best option <laughs> of anyone to mellify. So presumably this eventually stopped at some point, but do you think it was stopped because they finally realized how gross it is? Or do you think it was like, hey, you can't eat dead people, so that's illegal? I think it's a law thing. I guarantee you that the rich elite in the world are still doing this. Probably so. Probably off the record. I mean, in fact, that. If you go deep into conspiracy theories, uh, they think celebrities and politicians uh, drink dead baby blood or some shit like that, right? Yeah, that's what the conspiracy theories say. Man, that yes sounded like you believe it, Jonathan. (laughs) It's not. It's not a yes because I believe it. It's a yes because if I could talk the guy at work into coming on the episode, oh god, he could connect every dot for every. It's like he has got this playbook. Of how the conspiracy started from all the way back at, not the Illuminati, the uh, the Freemasons, all the way how they tied into today and all that. Oh, I don't know. It's He's he's pointed out some interesting things, but a lot of it is like super deep and harsh. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me, to be completely honest, if they were doing fucked up shit like that. What a thing is, and I've talked with people about work, talk to people. Oh gosh! Just say Talk the, to people start, start at over with the work. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this discussion at work before, and uh, I think once people get so wealthy to a certain point, everything else becomes boring and mundane to them, and so you have to just keep one upping yourself till you just eventually get lost in this world of just Scientology, disgusting stuff. But yeah, no, that's so. That's why I say it wouldn't surprise me if the rich elite are eaten. Uh, mellified remains. I mean, I'm sure somebody out there is like, well, I gotta know. I mean, I have to try this, you know? Like, I've tried everything else on this planet, but I have not tried this. In fact, I'm I'm seeing on this this Wikipedia page, they say there's a novel called The Dervish House by Ian McDonald that features a hunt for a mellified man. So it sounds kind of like what we're talking about. Like, somebody wants to try it and he's probably going on some kind of adventure (laughs) to find it. I was trying to actually find if there if it says when it stopped being a process, but I can't find anything that says that it actually yeah, stopped. It never stopped. Yeah. Oh, here's a fun fact. The ancient Greek word Melissa, presumably pronounced different than that, but it's spelled like the name Melissa, 
means bee or honeybee. Interesting. I don't know why that's said in, in here, but cool. They're probably completely unrelated too, but <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that's a cool coincidence, but yeah, that has nothing to do with it. Yeah. We're talking about honey here, but you know, whatever. Oh, I get it. Mellification. That's why it comes from, it comes from the, the root word, Melissa. Yeah. Melissa. That was those joke I was making. Uh, that is probably not related. <laughs> like it's obviously related. Yeah. That, that's just me being slow. I didn't, I didn't even put two and two together. I thought I found a picture of a, of one that they still had, but apparently this guy somehow self mummified. I cannot pronounce his name, but he's from Thailand. Is it the Buddhist monk? It's, this says at Wat Karam Ko Semai, Southern Thailand. Yeah, I'm not sure. Luang Por Dang Payausli. Bless you. I, Thai names are hard to pronounce. So before we end this, I need your opinion. A, do it. Do you think it tastes good? Hmm. I don't know. I guess I'd be curious. Or do you know- think it was like a nasty drug that they were like, well, it's good for me. Well, like, okay, so they make cough syrup with honey in it and it still tastes like shit. So, <laughs> so I would say, no, there's no way it tasted good. I don't think it tasted good, but I mean, like back then they were dying from everything. So they were searching for anything to try and help them stay alive. Oh yeah, they would try anything. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's let's let this body rot in uh, honey for a hundred years and uh, see if it tastes good. Well, I mean, how do you think the Queen of England lived to be so old? She was eating mellified man. Yeah. <laughs> mellified fingers at tea time. That should be a uh, Halloween snack. Yeah. Make jello in the shape of a person. Make it yellow. Yeah. I do, I'm honestly, I'm really hung up on like the the process of mellifying, like starting when you're alive. Like, what does that feel like to like, you go to pee and it's just like gloopy honey coming out. <laughs> you, I feel like they all probably developed diabetes in their last days. Like, and is it, I mean, that's a lot of sugar. That's all I, uh, and I guess the body probably starts breaking down. So realistically, they're probably all bedridden anyway. And they're probably just being like spoon fed yeah. all day. I'm sure it was painful unless, I don't know, unless their nerve endings were replaced with honey. <laughs> they didn't feel anything in their final <laughs> moments. What would be the, the actual cause of death though? Would it be malnutrition? Uh, malnutrition? Or that's what I was, yeah, probably so. So like a starvation style death. Either that or because like at some point like they're talking like all the fluids being replaced by honey. I don't know if that's how the human body works. Like I can't imagine your blood is suddenly now part honey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just I feel like it would all stop functioning before any of that. Like I feel like at most maybe your bowels are filled with just straight honey. But even your even your body would have to process that to some degree. Yeah. So I don't know. Doesn't add up. We're going to have to mellify people again to. Yeah. Figure it out. So if anybody wants to volunteer, um, Jeremy's going to do that. Yeah. Um, get with him. Male honey <laughs> to my house. Local honey, preferably. So I've always heard that it helps with allergies if you eat local honey. But I've also heard... <laughs> wow, I cannot talk tonight. I've also heard <laughs> that that's just a crock of shit. Well, I think what it is, is it's real, but it's not like an instant thing. I think you have to be eating it all the time, like for a long time. And your body gets like a... And I guess like an immunization type of thing. Yeah. I mean, because it makes sense. Because I mean, if if you have seasonal allergies to certain flowers or something, and if the bees are pollinating those flowers and making honey out of it, well, if you ingest enough of that honey, your body's going to start 
I guess, recognizing these whatever chemicals or bits of pollen that's in the honey as normal, you know? Yeah. Next thing you know, a hundred years later, somebody's eating you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, slippery slope, you know? Oh. Honey is just a weird thing. And, and like the way bees, you know, do their harvesting and stuff. The Like I was talking about at the beginning when I said I was heard the thing about the beekeepers. Going back to that, they said like bees, and I don't know how much I put, you know, stock in this whole frequency thing, but have y'all heard about the the different frequencies that can do different things in your life? Like how it basically they said that bees, while they're buzzing around and pollinating and things like that, put off a basically what's known as a feel good frequency. Really? Yeah. Supposedly, like it was saying that beekeepers that work around around bees all day long, being around that frequency, they've been known to go into like just not a trance, but like just be in a super calm state, not realize how long they've been out there working with the bees or, you know, Hmm. but supposedly beekeepers live longer. And like if your hive, if if your bed is near a hive, like if you keep bees near your home, uh, something to do with the frequencies and sleep is supposed to, I don't know. I don't know if I put any stock into the frequency thing, but it sounds like bullshit, but hey, you never know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it'd be like saying that the brown noise was a real thing. Is that proven? <laughs> I don't think that's proven, but yeah, I, I can almost see how it may make a little bit of sense if there's a certain, like you said, auditory frequency that's calming in a mood that can make you calm. And I suppose if you live your life calm more often than like really anxious, you in theory would live longer. Yeah. I mean, resonance is a real thing that can be measured, you know, so there's no reason that whatever the frequency that the bees are putting out maybe resonates with our bodies, you know? You know, this episode, I didn't realize we were even doing this. It is the perfect opportunity to unleash a catchphrase I made on my drive home today. Wait, to what? A catchphrase. I was on my drive home today from work. I was thinking about a catchphrase for our, our show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I didn't realize at the time what we were talking about, um, but it's actually perfect. And so the cat, are you ready for my catchphrase? Go for it. Um, ain't nothing sweeter than the listeners of Jonathan, Jeremy, and Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like we're going to have to uh, end our episodes with that every time. Every time. <laughs> So you heard it here, folks. We want to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we didn't want to eat you, but you know, <laughs> don't go out and stuff yourself with honey. And with that, I guess we'll uh, we'll say bye. Bye. I'm Jeremy. Later, sweet treats. So um, I'll, I'll do some claps just so we have a marker of where we actually start. I'll clap too. <laughs> Wait, Jonathan, your claps were really quiet. Oh, for real? It looks like it. There, there you are. <laughs> um, I'm sure that'll help. Go ahead and line those up.
Ain't nothing sweeter than the listeners of Jonathan, Jeremy, and Peter. <laughs>